Hello, I am Ivana Flynn, and this is SEO in 2023, Additional Insights. Ivana, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? I think the additional insight for everyone in 2023 is that Google went a little bit crazy with the updates on page, and I think this is a reaction to the growth of AI. ChatGPT came last year, massively changed the game, and Google started to react to it and started to understand if the results that they are showing generated by AI are good or not. And they changed the game, right? In the beginning of the year, it was, oh, oh, don't use any AI content. And it was, yes, it is okay because it's content for humans by humans. And now it's content for humans, full stop, not by humans. So I think Google going that crazy was just a learning period and trying to understand this is a human content for humans and it's good. This is by humans and it's not good. This is by AI and it's great. So we saw a lot of volatility. We're still seeing it. I think we'll keep seeing it uh, because Google, just like us, is learning. Google is usually the one throwing waves and then we trying to catch up. And now AI came and threw something and Google is catching up. And it's good because all of the game is to trying to find the best result, the best answer. And if it's AI, it's AI. If it's not AI, it's not AI. But that is the insight I figured out is super volatile this year. So Google going crazy is obviously Google offering lots of different updates. Is it important for SEOs to stay on top of every single update and react to every update? Yes and no. As you see something is rolling, I mean, there are two ways of rolling. Sometimes Google tell us and they say, this is an official update on helpful content. We will be rolling toward two weeks and it is on content. And there's lots of volatility that Google is obviously testing or rolling something and they don't tell you. So you need to keep an eye on that. Obviously, you want, to you want to make sure that you understand what's going on when there is a volatility. When your rankings are going between 5 to 55, you need to know if it's just you or if it's the whole market. However, when Google is rolling something, sit on your hands because you don't know what's going on. You might land without doing anything on the same position, on a better position, on worse position. But once it's rolling, keep an eye on it, what's going on, what the market is doing, but sit on your hands because... If you start to change right through the middle of update and it ends up bad for you, you don't know if it's the update or your work. So wait, learn from what was what either Google tells you or you see on the market. In my case, it would be we are an operator. Is that update better for operators or affiliate? So I would evaluate what, what I saw and then I would react. It is important to know that volatility happens. It is important to know what is Google telling us, but there is not necessary every time to react because sometimes it's just in your favor. So you said it's important to establish whether or not it's just you or your whole markets. What's your favorite way of establishing that? First of all, I have several tools when I check my rankings and then I go to other tools. I mean, I love to read SE Roundtable to see what they're saying, like, oh, we're seeing volatility. And then my favorite is Akurank or Gram. I just posted today with it and see their volatility. Is it global? Is it just on mobile? Is it just USA? And you can see that it's all market because if it's just you, oh my God, you know that you either picked up penalty or your clever developers just switch crawling or something. So um, yeah, that happens to us a lot. You wouldn't believe. But uh, you want to make sure that if it's you, you start to react right away because you have a problem. If it's a whole market, you observe and react after. Okay, that's a great tip. So if it's you, react quick uh, straight away. Yeah. If it's the whole market, wait, breathe, 
Uh, and then how long do you wait for after everything seems to have established new levels? Do, do you have to wait a few days, a few weeks even after that, just to see what is the new normal? Sort of. So if Google says, now we stopped rolling, I'm like, okay, we are still alive. We stopped rolling. We are still in top 10. It is good. And then I still start to look, even if we are better, why are we better? So every time you look into it after it stops rolling, but I sort of saw this pattern that if it stops rolling, there is still maybe a week after a little bit of volatility. So I think they're still adjusting a little bit. Like maybe they don't like this result or maybe they want to make sure that this is cleared up. So keep an eye on it and react, even if it's good. Understand what went well for you because you need to learn as an SEO. I always say SEO is not a job. SEO is passion. So you keep learning and I, I find it fantastic. Like, oh, now we are up. Why? Now we are down. Why? But I want to learn. And I think that's the point of SEO. Keep learning and keep serving the best result. So yes, start after it stopped rolling. Keep an eye that some volatility still continues because the afterwards volatility can hit you. But start right away to analyze, not to react. Start to analyze. And if there is something to react to, then start to fix because maybe your content is just extremely thin or it's irrelevant or very repetitive. Or maybe Google just figured out that your content is written by AI and it's a product review and it doesn't like it because the product review should be written by humans that tested the product. So then reacts to that. You mentioned content a few times there. So if you've established that your rankings have gone down and they've stayed down consistently, is content the first place to check? This year for sure, because last big thing we had on links was a massive purge in December. Google just cleaned up links. I mean, that was a bloodbath for a lot of us. Not going to lie to you. I, I've seen that uh, on many pages. And ever since that, Google is really heavy on content. And they keep saying it consistently all year. And we keep seeing it all year. It's on content. So it's a very fair bet that whatever you're seeing, it's your content. And then start to establish, like, am I doing too much of keyword stuffing? Because people, even though in 2023, still make the mistake of keyword stuffing, you know, online casino, casino, online casino, casinos, and that's your title. No, it's not good for Google. It's not good for human. And Google became more and more clever. So make sure that you play by the rules. Google is very clear. They gave us rule book. Like, this is what is helpful content. Please read. Please follow. So if you follow that, you should be fine. Now, one of the challenges with traffic going up and down, uh, uh, rankings going up and down, traffic going up and down, um, is articulating the reasons behind that to stakeholders within a business. Uh, and ideally, uh, you, you want to actually share with people beforehand that this is likely to happen. Maybe Google's, Google's going through a lot of changes, so uh, we may see this. So how do you articulate those kind of changes to stakeholders? This is a great question for me. I'm with a big company. I work with 17 websites and I need to report to my management all the time. So when I see something happening, I always tell them, Google has announced this update. We're going to be seeing volatility. Please bear with us. Even if I see volatility and it wasn't announced, I would tell them I am seeing volatility. Therefore, Google is testing something. Bear with us because they start to panic. They see drops on, on keywords. And of course, it's money. I understand why. But as well as Google's nature to keep testing if you are still a good result, if someone else is actually better, it is Google's nature. And that's why we love Google. That's why we love SEO. So I would tell them up front and then I would keep them uh, through the update saying like, okay, we're seeing this, we're seeing this. Usually it's good for us because we really try 
on content ever since I joined the company to make it good. Like we really try to make sure our content is good for Google and people. So we are usually knock on very good. And then afterwards, I will tell them, it's stop rolling. We're seeing this. And I'll give back to you with what's the either damage, if we saw a damage, which we did. Sometimes we, of course, do. And this is our recovery plan. Or we didn't see a, uh, any bad impact. However, I still going to get back to you with why this happened and what we should be doing for the future steps to make sure we keep scoring well for our targeted keywords. So communication, absolutely. You don't want to be like, oh my goodness, something is dropping. I'm not going to tell them. Hopefully they don't figure out. They don't have the tools, but in the end, if they see drop in NDCs, they are not stupid. They're going to call you up on it. So communicate. And you mentioned Google quite a few times there as well. Is Google the only search engine you focus on because that's most of the volume? Or have you seen volatility from other search engines as well? Obviously, search isn't just Google and there are a lot of other search engines. But for us, our main customer is Google. It is uh, where our customers are, our players. So we don't really optimize for the other search engines. For a short, brief time, we were in Japan and we tried to do locally there. And that was, that was a nightmare. So yeah, we are a very Google-centric. Okay. Uh, do you find that um, if you optimize for Google, then your rankings will happen on other search engines? Or um, is it simply because um, for the market you're in, the vast majority of your traffic is, is Google, so it doesn't matter for other search engines? We try other search engines on like paid search because they seem to score in. And when I check my rankings or Google or the other search engines, they seem to very much correlate. So if I'm going up in Google, I'm going up on Yahoo or I'm going up on, on Bing. And when you recall around a year ago, Yandex leaked their ranking signals and they are, I mean, we don't really know what Google's ranking signals are, but we presume from what we are doing and what we're seeing. And they were very similar. So we're like, oh yeah, we're doing this correctly. Oh, this was a ranking signal. I don't think of that. So I think the way they evaluate and then rank the website is very simple across all of them because basically they're all trying to just serve the customer the best and the fastest result to customer's question, right? So I see very much of the similarities. So in terms of recovery, you also say be brave, try new things, test new tools, be creative, don't be afraid of AI. Um, so what um, AI opportunities are out there? What would you, would you advise SEOs to test in terms of content creation by AI at the moment? First of all, as SEOs, when you think of we've been using different AI tools for a long time, we're using Majestic, there is an AI technology to understand the quality of the link we are getting. We are using lots of tools, streaming frog, which is certain AI technology to crawl the website and tell us the results. So AI is not new to SEO. It's just it's getting more and more predominant in the search and creating content. Obviously, the first one to go to is ChatGPT. It came and changed the game. But right now, there is several of them and lots of plugins that you can use that would tell you how the market is behaving. They can help you with a search. They can help you with creation of uh, any content, not just written content, but images and, and videos. And all of this can really help you optimize better. So AI is your friend. There are a lot of good plugins and a lot of good, uh, a lot of good tools. And there's a content shaker. So if you're like changing your content, you can just shake it and it gives you something else. A lot of good ones. Again, you are human in the end. Make your own call because common sense wins every time. Use AI as a tool that helps you, but not that dominates you or replaces you. 
So what does constant change mean for setting your SEO strategy? Because it used to be that you could set an SEO strategy for a year and pretty much stick to it. Uh, Is it still worthwhile setting an SEO strategy for a year? My SEO strategy for the year is like, make sure you count with all the changes Google's going to make. One constant we have in SEO is constant change. So if you count with that in your strategy, of course, you think like, we need to have a great content. But what is great content changes through the year. Keep an eye on that. We want to get great links to the site. What is a great link doesn't change that much as content, but it changes. Sometimes I remember when I started in SEO 15 years ago, it was about amount of the link. Oh my God. Sorry for the word shitty links I used to get and it still worked. It was fantastic. Now it's relevancy. Now it's a link that actually gives your website and people that visit your website some value. So. When you're creating any strategy, count with it that change is constant, is here, and is going to hit you month after month after month. And it's not just coming from Google. It's coming from your competitors. If they are more clever, if they just adapt it to the changes better, they're going to change the landscape of your market. So keep an eye on the competitors, what they're doing, why they're outranking you, why are they being more clever than you. But count with it in your strategy. Just change is one thing you can count with every single year in SEO. And who is a competitor? Is a competitor just any website that ranks for the same keyword or is it just someone in the same business as you? Both. For us, there are two different competitors. One is affiliation. We actually buy traffic off them because they bring very valuable players. And one are other operators, such as Casino, as us. So for us, it would be, let's say, Betson is a massive competitor. And we keep an eye on them on both. So the best affiliation sites and the best competitor sites because we're obviously going after the same keyword and who gets there, get the most traffic. And then we keep an eye on the newcomers because Google loves giving a spotlight to newcomers, right? It is built into their uh, algorithm to give a chance to smaller websites. And sometimes the smaller websites outscore us like this because they don't have legacy code. They don't have problems with their platform. They're just there with a small website, amazing content. They are faster than us and they are there. So we keep an eye always on the newcomers because they are the ones that, tends to outscore us out of of a plume. You shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. Now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? Definitely set a strategy in stone. So making sure that in January you have a strategy and you stick to it because you created that you're going to be getting two new pages for your games. January, February, March, month in, month out, and the game changed and you didn't adapt. So creating a strategy that is inflexible and being an SEO expert that is inflexible. Another thing that you should not do is not follow Google's advice of how they are changing. As I mentioned previously, AI content in the beginning of the year was no, no. And then they changed and they said it's okay. And they gave us guidelines how it is okay. So if you are still an SEO believing the AI content is no, no, you're inflexible and that's that is just going to hurt you because it can help you. So being inflexible is one thing you definitely should not do. Ivana Flynn is SEO Director at Come On Group and you can find her over at comeon-group.com. Ivana, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank you very much for having me. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com.
www.thepowerbrand.com.